For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. KTSA Newsflash. The Biden administration asked the U.S. Supreme Court today to suspend the restrictive abortion law in Texas. In its emergency request to the U.S. Supreme Court, the Justice Department said the Texas abortion law, known as SB-8, is clearly unconstitutional. Allowing SB-8 to remain in force, the filing said, would perpetuate the ongoing irreparable injury to the thousands of Texas women who are being denied their constitutional rights. Justice Alito, who oversees the judicial district that includes Texas, is likely to request a response from the state before referring the matter to the full court for a decision. That's correspondent Aaron Katursky. George W. Bush and Texas Governor Greg Abbott are mourning the death of Colin Powell. The former president says Powell was highly respected by presidents due to his counsel and experience. Bush also noted Powell earned the Presidential Medal of Freedom twice for his work. Abbott says Powell deserves praise for his service to the country as chairman of the Joint Chiefs and Secretary of State. Both Bush and Abbott asked people to pray for Powell's family. He passed away from coronavirus complications. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is creating an election integrity unit for the election. Paxton says the group is focused on preventing fraud as Texans cast ballots on eight constitutional amendments and some political races. He adds even though the elections are local, they still need to follow state law. Early voting for next month's election begins today. A bill banning coronavirus vaccine mandates in Texas is not expected to pass the legislature. Republican Senator Kel Selinger tells the Texas Tribune he doesn't believe there are enough votes to pass SB 51 because it's not well developed. He also called it another example of big government. Democratic Senator Juan Chuy Hinosa says the bill is dead. Governor Greg Abbott added it to the special session agenda last week after issuing a similar executive order. The special session ends tomorrow. Governor Greg Abbott is dishing out millions of dollars for law enforcement. Over the weekend, Governor Abbott announced his public safety office is awarding over $36 million in grant funding for police departments and prosecution activities as part of their support for Operation Lone Star. According to reports, the funds will be allocated to jail administrators, medical examiners, law enforcement, prosecutors, and court administration officials. Southwest Airlines employees and customers are rallying outside the company's North Texas headquarters against its coronavirus vaccine mandate. The protest happened today with people holding up signs claiming the low-fare air carrier should care more about freedom. One demonstrator told the Dallas Morning News he doesn't think he should have to get the shot because of a previous case of COVID. Southwest workers have until late November to get the inoculation, although they can file for a medical or religious exemption. On the same day the nation was paying its respect to fallen law enforcers, a deputy constable in Houston lay dead from a gunshot wound. Kareem Atkins and two fellow deputy constables were working security at a nightclub on Saturday when they were called to a robbery in progress outside. They were trying to arrest a suspect or detain a suspect when they were ambushed. We believe they were shot from behind. Houston Police Executive Assistant Chief James Jones says the suspect, armed with a rifle, escaped before officers could arrive. Atkins died from his injuries. One deputy constable was shot in the back, the other in the foot. That's correspondent Jim Ryan. Police are investigating after a man was shot while driving. Officials say two people were in a vehicle outside the Cassiano home apartments Friday night when they were fired at. 
According to News 4, the passenger in the vehicle was shot in the mouth and taken to the hospital, where he's in stable condition. The suspect is still at large. Two women are in the hospital following a shooting outside a bar over the weekend. Authorities say it happened at the Vibe Sports Bar and Grill on Rigsby after a fight inside spilled into the parking lot. Two people were taken to the hospital, one in critical condition and the other stable. So far, no arrests have been made. The search continues for the suspect in a fatal shooting early Sunday morning. Authorities say a man was shot and killed following an argument in a vehicle and was found dead on the 2600 block of Tilly Drive. Police said both the suspect and victim pulled guns on each other's in the altercation. The investigation is ongoing. A man is in custody after a chase by Castle Hills Police. The man was reportedly wanted for human trafficking of a child and crashed into an officer's patrol unit after the pursuit went into San Antonio. Authorities say the man was arrested after a foot chase that ended in the 17 block of Jackson Keller. His identity has not been released. Castle Hills Police say an officer suffered an ankle injury during the chase and was treated at the scene. A man is dead after a crash with an 18-wheeler. Authorities say the man was driving a Ford Fusion on Southeast Loop 410 when he hit the back of a semi-truck that was merging into his lane. Officials said the Fusion became fully engulfed in flames and the man was pronounced dead at the scene. The investigation is ongoing. SAWS will resume water shutoffs tomorrow after a year-and-a-half moratorium. The utility announced Friday that past due bills would be shut off again but said most with delinquent accounts have been automatically enrolled in four-year payment plans. SAWS officials say those who have payment plans will not have their service cut off. San Antonio's eviction moratorium is being extended several more months. The Housing Authority announced today people living in mixed-income housing communities are safe until March 1st. Saha President and CEO Ed Hinosa Jr. says families are still facing low wages due to the coronavirus pandemic. He wants San Antonio and Bear County officials to pay off the debt using federal funds. Jimbo Fisher is promising to stay in Aggieland and not go to LSU. The Texas A&M head coach told reporters today he's happy with the administration and wants to fulfill his whole contract. Fisher says something special is being built with the Aggies with great recruits. His name has circulated as a potential replacement for Ed Overton, who is leaving after the school year. Fisher coached at LSU from 2000 to 2006 before going to Florida State. He was also hired at A&M by now LSU AD Scott Woodward. It was another tough loss for the Texas Longhorns Saturday, falling to Oklahoma State. UT was unable to keep an 8-point fourth-quarter lead, losing 32-24 to to the Cowboys. The Longhorns are off this weekend with a trip to Baylor up next on the schedule. UTSA is still undefeated after a big win over Rice last weekend. The Roadrunners blanked the Owls 45-0 and are now 7-0 this season. Up next for the Runners is a road matchup against Louisiana Tech. Kickoff is set for 6 p.m. in Ruston next Saturday. Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott spoke to reporters following the team's 35-29 overtime win over the New England Patriots. He talked about the huge game the Cowboys received from CeeDee Lamb, including coming up with the game-winning touchdown in overtime. He was excited. I mean, it was a big game for him. Uh, caught the fade ball in the end zone for the t- first touchdown and just being able to finish that one off. Uh, we went to him a bunch tonight, and he made some great plays, and um, that's what we expect out of him. Moviegoers are getting in the Halloween spirit. James, who? Evil dies tonight. Halloween Kills with Jamie Lee Curtis scared up more than $50 million in ticket sales at the domestic box office. That's despite a simultaneous streaming release on Peacock. 
about Mr. Bond? Well, I understand double O's have a very short life expectancy. No Time to Die came in second with $24 million. Further down the charts... The most unspeakable charge has been brought against you. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's newbie The Last Duel with just $4.8 million in ticket sales. That's correspondent Deborah Rodriguez. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks wobble to start the week. The Dow fell 36 points. The S&P 500 was up 15, while the Nasdaq dropped 124. A House committee is threatening to launch a criminal investigation into Amazon's competition practices. The House Judiciary Committee has sent a letter to President and CEO Andy Jassy telling him that the company has a final chance to correct testimony that was given by previous executives. Automakers around the world say they plan to build more factories as the industry makes a transition from internal combustion engines to electric vehicles. Toyota, Stellantis, Ford, and Volvo are all making announcements about EV components or assembly plants. The Walt Disney Company is pushing back the release dates of many upcoming movies, including the new Indiana Jones film for almost a year and the Black Panther sequel, Wakanda Forever, from next summer to next fall. Disney is the parent company of ABC News. Daria Albinger, ABC News. KTSA AccuWeather. A few clouds will hang around tonight, low 59. Tomorrow, sun with areas of high clouds, high 81. A moonlit sky tomorrow night, low 64. Wednesday, a bit of sunshine, more humid, high 84. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.